I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, the layperson's guide to enjoying music's benefits. I have the pleasure today of doing an in-person interview on location in Portland, Oregon, with the Children's Cancer Association. We'll be referring to that as CCA in this conversation. I have two guests with me today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves so that you listeners can place each of their voices with their names. Hi, I'm Danielle York, and I'm president of the Children's Cancer Association. And I'm Maura Boyce. I'm the senior director of programs here at CCA. It is great to be with you here today at CCA's office, right on the Willamette River here in downtown Portland. And you have gorgeous, very creative space, gorgeous offices here. Love them. (laughs) We just got back to the CCA office from a visit to Randall Children's Hospital, where we got to see CCA's My Music program in action. Danielle and Moore, I'm going to let you explain this program. How would you describe My Music Rx to listeners? Mm. Uh, So for 25 years, uh, CCA has delivered joy-based programming to children fighting serious illnesses um, in pediatric hospital locations, and My Music Rx is the flagship program. Um, We deliver bedside and online engagement uh, for kids with uh, trained music specialists in a one-on-one interpersonal uh, environment, and we also have the digital platform where kids can access a variety of music experiences and music lessons and games um, through that platform. Um, and then we also do experiential events where we bring uh, musicians into the hospital environment to perform concerts for uh, pediatric patients uh, and their families. So My Music RX has been around a long time. We're very proud of it, and it's really about bringing a joy in the moment uh, to children who are fighting cancer and other serious illnesses. Sure. And I thought it was really neat to find out that even though the organization is called Children's Cancer Association, mm-hmm. you work not just with cancer patients, but you work with patients in an ER, whatever they may be in the ER for. You work with children in burn units. You work with just about everybody in a hospital setting. Is that right? Yeah, we provide music to pediatric patients all across the hospital. So wherever there's a kid who could benefit from music in the hospital, our goal is to to be there with music, whether that be bedside with our specialists or to provide it to them online. Um, through mymusicarts.org. Mm, yeah. And it, one thing that's fascinating about this program is that it, it has so many prongs. It's, I mean, it's definitely a multi-pronged mm-hmm. program. You have the in-hospital concerts that you provide where artists come in and actually perform for patients in the hospital. You have staff members who are on-site at the hospitals regularly doing uh, music, making music, performing music individually with the students. I got to watch one of them, and actually a couple of them, in action. And really, I was really impressed. I mean, it really takes a unique individual to, to do something like that. The one, one of the people that I was observing, uh, he was playing guitar, and the patient was requesting different SpongeBob <laughs> <laughs> songs, and he was just amazing. I mean, he would... Oh, yeah, that's the fun F-U-N song. And he would just start singing it. And the kid was uh, had his phone out and was videoing him and just had a really great disposition yeah. and bedside manner, but also, obviously, a talented musician as yeah. well. Yeah, our, our uh, music specialists are highly trained um, in a variety of ways. But there's certain things that we don't teach, and that's their music capability. Um, sure. They come with those. And so knowing that they can riff on perfect songs for whatever, you know, moment that a child needs, 
I was at the hospital a few weeks ago with one of our music specialists and someone requested Adele. And oh. you know what? She delivered. And oh. Adele is not the easiest in the world. Sure. But, um, but she, she did it. She did it with an acoustic guitar and played two different Adele songs wow. for the child. And so uh, they have a lot of talent, um, but they also go through a lot of training so they understand um, how to interact with children and families who are going through these traumatic experiences in that specific environment. So sure. They're great. Well, and we'll, oh, go ahead. So our goal really is to be as kid-prescribed as possible. There's so much that is outside of a kid's control when they're mm-hmm. in the hospital, and so music is a great avenue for them to be able to express themselves and engage with someone and really choose how that experience lives, whether sure. it's whatever the instrument is or the song or um, who else is jamming along with them, whether it's their caregiver or their medical team who sometimes jumps into songs. Mm-hmm. So Nurses. Yeah. Really? Yeah, nurses. <laughs> Uh, well, one thing I noticed right away when we arrived at the hospital was there was um, uh, my music RX person right there in the lobby yeah. playing soft background music on a guitar. It was beautiful. It was soothing. It was calming and just really sets the mood and yeah. sets the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and you have a, you have a huge presence here in Portland, partly I imagine because you're headquartered yeah. here, and so you have huge presence in the two children's hospitals here right. in Portland. Mm-hmm. But then you also have a significant presence in Boston, mm-hmm. Austin. Uh-huh. Those rhyme. I just right. realized. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're expanding aggressively, and um, right now we've got bedside programming through our hospital partners uh, in Austin. We're at a couple of uh, locations there, St. David's, and we're working with Dell now Children's Hospital, Um, but also in Boston. We've been at Boston Children's Hospital for years now, and they're a great partner, and we've just expanded into floating children. So um, as we look at the, as we're expanding and growing the organization across the United States, um, bedside programming is definitely um, what we love and what we're closest to, and we feel like it has the most direct impact for kids. But we also recognize that there are hundreds of pediatric hospitals where we won't be able to provide our music specialists or our volunteers to go in and deliver that programming, but we can, all, we can still get them the digital component. And so we've been building partnerships with hospitals across the United States, um, helping them understand what that digital program is and how they can activate it in their hospitals for their patients so yeah uh, tell us tell us some more about that digital platform that you have it's been uh you know we've been developing it and evolving it for years now um continually looking at how kids engage with music how they um can control mood shift through music um and helping uh hospitals understand that that it's 24 7 and so if kids are up at two o'clock in the morning and they Mm -hmm. can't sleep or Mm -hmm. Um, they're struggling. Um, it's one avenue that they uh, can can sort of soothe and they can calm and um, they can experience music in in their setting. So um, we're really proud of the of the development of that asset, and we're continuing to grow and expand it and add more content that kids want to see and listen to and engage and instruments that they want to learn and that they can learn on their own um, through that asset. So it's a it's a great component of the program and it's a huge piece of our expansion, as I said, because there's so many children's hospitals out there uh, that we can't get to on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. with our specialists. Yeah. Now that online, the digital platform that you're talking about, what exactly do patients do when they access that? Do they learn how to play a musical instrument? Do they listen to music? Tell us about that. Yeah, they can do both. There's three main sections of the site. We have a listen, learn, and play. Mm-hmm. So in listen, um, they can listen to our exclusive content from recording artists all over the country. 
Um, we record artists as they come through Portland. Our team also goes to music festivals and is able to record backstage. Okay, so this is content that they're not going to get on Spotify. Nope, it is exclusive to oh, Music RX. Okay. Um, a lot of the artists we record, we also record playing from bed um, in a solidarity. Oh, with the I saw that. Bed, was that the Bedstock? Bed yep, <laughs> our Bedstock um, visual. So uh, it kind of creates a nice mirror for the kids to see someone else playing music also sure. in bed. Yes. Um, so all of that uh, content is there for uh, the users. Um, they can also sort that by mood so we have a mood shift tool so they can pick kind of how they want to feel whether it's calm or excited or adventurous mm. and the site will curate music within that mood for them for them to listen to exactly okay. yeah um, they can even create their own playlist if they want so they can go back to their favorite calm music later. Oh, okay uh, and then we have a learn section so that's where all of our lessons live so we film those both with our music specialists here in Portland as well as occasionally with other recording artists. And so they will teach kids how to play popular songs on the ukulele or guitar or keyboard. Okay. Um, so that's something they find particularly uh, beneficial to teens who want to really engage with music in mm-hmm. some way while they're in the hospital. And then the final section is the play where we have curated um free music games um, and apps that they can play with. So that can be anything from a beat making uh, game or even something as simple as a good tuner. So as they're doing a lesson, they have a tuner that they can download and make sure that their guitar or ukulele uh, is in pitch. Okay. Very neat. Well, and one thing that I don't think we've talked about yet is the carts that you have at the hospital. Those are amazing. I took pictures of them they're phenomenal i'll post those in the show notes on the website uh but these carts they're they're beautiful wooden boxes that are decorated beautifully on the outside and talk about bringing healing through music they have a holder on the outside for guitars you open them up and they have all these cubbies for ukuleles and small keyboards and kind of traditional drums but then also uh emily was telling me about the special drum that makes yes yeah it keeps the parents happy i think because it makes Makes everyone happy it makes a beautiful sound instead of there's no usually what you can come from that and it vibrates so for kids who want something a little tactile as well being able to okay okay And that gives them the ability to just really bang on something. And there's not going to be a wrong note that comes out of it. It's just really pleasant sounding sounds that come out of it for the child and the parents. Family Family jams are, we love, we see a lot of those. So Sure. And the carts were designed here in Portland um, with a design firm and our local team. So they're really customized for the hospital setting. So as you saw, they're bright and colorful, so they're a nice visual for kids to know that music is there. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're also compact and on wheels, so we make sure we can move it around as needed, as is necessary within the hospital setting. Um, And the entire cart is very easy to clean. So keeping everything clean, free from germs, sanitizing it is incredibly important in the hospital Sure, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. All those come out and everything is able to be cleaned, so we make sure that... All the instruments and everything in the hospital um, setting that's interacting with the kids is, is going to keep them healthy. Okay. Um, so it's something that we worked hard on as a team, and um, it's fun to see them coming to life and living in the hospital. I bet. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want one for my house. We're <laughs> <laughs> shipping them all over the country right now, so they are. Uh, it's great to see them. It is fun to travel to some of our partner hospitals 
across the United States and and especially at a Boston Children's, which is a which is a big structure. It's a big facility, and to see that cart ready and servicing children and families, it's it's pretty cool to see. I will say. Yeah, I imagine. Now you have a pretty big uh, staff presence at the hospitals here in Portland, also at the hospital in Boston, the hospitals in Boston, in Austin, Texas. But you also have volunteers in hospitals in other locations, right. and you have partnerships with hospitals across the country. Are you international too? No. Okay. We're U.S. based, and we have uh, we have we have partnerships with the various hospitals that I've noted, um, and and in those non-Portland hospital environments, we really work closely with those hospitals to engage their volunteer community, okay, um, and help in the recruitment process and help in training and onboarding those individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're very close partnerships, and we're able to accomplish the work that we do because of um, their their ability to engage the right types of My Music RX folks, really, at the end okay. of the day. So um, as we look ahead, um, we are putting um, more staff on the ground in Austin. Um, we've been, again, primarily focused in the Portland metro area. And as we think about the need and the expansion, we recognize that programming has to lead first. Um, so we've led with great partnerships and brought the programming to the hospitals. And now it's about getting our people and our infrastructure on the ground at a level that we haven't previously. Uh, so that's a big goal of ours over the next mm-hmm. six months is to really um, start to uh, envelop those communities with CCA programming and our brand uh, and the relationships that, that, we build, that we build and that we bring. Mm. If listeners want to learn more about whether My Music RX, what their involvement is sure. with their local hospital, sure. if there's a partnership, if they have a presence, whether it's staff or volunteer, uh, how can they find out more about that? Or if they think, it, you know, if they hear this and think, what a great program, yeah. which it is. I mean, I was so impressed and thinking, I was explaining to the people I was with that we had a recent experience in uh, uh, the hospital near us with an emergency appendectomy for my son. And fortunately, it was quick and everything went smoothly and everything went well. We were in and out within a day or two. But when we walked into Randall Children's Hospital and I heard that music playing, I thought, oh my goodness, this just changes the mood so much. What would how would our experience have been different if we had this music playing in the halls or had this playing in the lobby? So I was so impressed. If listeners are hearing this and having the same reaction and thinking, how can I get involved, whether by volunteering at their local hospital, I know you have donors. This is all provided free of charge to patients Mm -hmm. because of private donors, individual donors, and also corporate donors. How can they learn more about what's available in their town and how they can get involved? Yeah, they can go to our website um, and learn more about us. It's joyrx.org. Um, and there's a page dedicated to the My Music RX program where they can learn more about what we do, see some videos, and see where we are. Um, they can, of course, go on mymusicrx.org to see the content we have there, and that also lists our hospital partners on that site as well to see if it's available in their hospital. Um, they can also just access that on their phone or tablet if they're in their own local children's hospital. Um, And then we do stay on social media, so you can check out kind of what we're up to and maybe what artists we're engaging at the moment, either through Instagram or Facebook, through Children's Cancer Association or My Music Rx. Sure. So lots of ways to get more information and connect with you. I'll include all of those links in the show notes. Uh, Tell us 
a little bit about how CCA started and how My Music RX started. It's, they started together. It, yeah. My Music RX right. was the flagship program of CCA. Yeah, one of the things that I think is most special about Children's Cancer Association is that um, it was founded and began with a family. Um, so Regina Ellis founded Children's Cancer Association about 25 years ago uh, after the death of her daughter Alex, uh, mm. who was five years old when she passed mm. from cancer, and recognizing what wasn't in hospitals and what wasn't being talked about uh, in relation to pediatric cancer, and that's joy. Um, and Regina saw a, a need really to get joy programming into mm. hospitals for children and families given the trauma and the magnitude yeah. of that experience. And so CCA was founded around Regina's kitchen table with a group of friends and believers in uh, the mission of delivering joy uh, and transforming moments that are traditionally very, very difficult into joy uh, for children and their families. And so um, over the years, uh, we've seen a lot of uh, individual donors and volunteers and corporations come together um, to support our mission as we've expanded programming from My Music RX, which was the flagship, um, into a mentoring program called ChemoPal, which is a phenomenal mentoring program where we partner um, adult uh, and adult trained uh, mentors with children that are going through chemotherapy. We also have Nature RX, which is uh, our nature based programming. We have a beautiful, what we call the caring cabin on the Oregon coast, where we're able to send families to spend much needed time together away and in nature. We believe there's a healing power that comes with that also. And I understand cabin is a little bit of a misnomer. It's a beautiful home that was built with love, that was built by volunteers and donors. Um, and it's an incredible structure on an incredible piece of land with a lake uh, right on the Oregon coast. Uh, it sleeps up to 12, so mm. families and friends can come and convene um, and experience that together, uh, which is so important. Um, and we now do uh, teen programming that's based on nature. Um, so we have a great partnership with REI where we help kids that either have had cancer or are currently um, dealing with cancer get out and experience the outdoors and all that comes with that in terms of confidence building and creating opportunities to engage and um, to really um, be with their peer group in a way that they're not able to do really based off of their experiences that are very unique to those teens. Mm. So the programming has evolved and grown. The organization has grown from a kitchen table into this beautiful setting that we have here. We're a team of 47. Um, and I do appreciate you saying we are entirely um, free to children mm -hmm. and families and our hospital partners. So everything from those incredible state-of-the-art carts and music instruments and the tablets that we use for kids to be able to engage our digital program. Oh, so the kids are provided with a tablet as well. Well, they're on the carts, and so they're able oh. to use those when the carts go from um, from room to room. Okay. And the instruments they can check out, and they mm. can use those instruments and a tablet to be able to take lessons when our music specialists have to leave the room. And they can check that out for the duration of yeah. their hospital stay is that right yeah I, I don't was it for the entire time that they're there or do they, they check in and out the instruments they can keep for the whole time that they're there um if they check out a tablet we get that back at the end of the day just okay so make sure, sure we get it back but then they sure. can check it out the next day okay our team is there yeah okay so it's um so that's where we began and, and that's um we're very proud of regina still here with us and is she um, uh, really focused on sort of the next um, iteration of our organization, which 
which means we're you know moving from this very strong regional organization into a national organization, and that's a big undertaking, mm-hmm. and not ever losing sight of the vision and the mission, um, and making sure that we're able to put joy on the menu at hospitals, pediatric hospitals across uh, the United States, and we're committed to that over the next five years. Um, and so hopefully five years we're sitting here chatting and we're in 250 pediatric uh, hospitals uh, across the United States and uh, joy is a part of every sort of um, treatment experience for kids as they, they go through this um, through one of our programs. So we're, mm. we're excited about where we're going, but we're very appreciative of where we've been and, and how we were founded. Mm. I love that phrase, putting joy on the menu. Yeah. That's a great tagline. Yeah. Is it an official tagline? It's not an official tagline, <laughs> but we certainly use it a lot yeah. as we talk about what our goals are and where we're going. And um, yeah, so it's, uh, we're, we're at a very, we're at a catalytic, catalytic moment, I think, um, mm. in the organization. And we have incredible support and board members and champions across the United States uh, that are helping us get there. So mm. we have a lot of children um, to serve. Mm. How did Regina happen to start My Music Rx as the flagship program? Was music, did music have a special role in her daughter's treatment? I think there were a couple of key areas for Regina and Alex and their family when Alex was going through treatment. One of them was certainly music, but the other was was the nature piece that I spoke about mm. earlier, our Nature Rx program in the Caring Cabin, where they would set up their own little sort of campsites in her hospital room. Um, and because she wasn't able to go out into the outdoors mm. and go camping. And so I think there is um, in each of the – and the ChemoPal program uh, was really also um, built because of seeing these children going through hours of chemotherapy and the impact of that on also the families. Mm. And so making sure that chemotherapy isn't something that children just dread, mm-hmm. but when you have – when you know that you're going to see a friend and that friend is going to bring games or they're going to bring music sure. or they're going to bring things – um, to that treatment, suddenly the dynamic shifts for the kids as they think about what that experience is and what it's going to be like for them. And Regina, because of that process with Alex, was able to see all of the opportunities um, and also what that could do for the parents. Mm-hmm. So having ChemoPal there with your child allowed you to speak one-on-one with a doctor to deal with other family issues that you needed Mm -hmm. to take care of for a couple of hours, perhaps to get a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. or to catch up with family or friends and just sort of continue to have a life um, and not have to worry about what was happening with your child during the chemotherapy treatment. So all of the programs came from what Regina had seen and experienced and saw as gaps, really, that could be filled um, incrementally from what the hospitals were able to provide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I ask all my guests to give listeners what I call an improv, which is a try this at home, a hack, an experiment that will enhance listeners' lives with music. Do one of you have a recommendation today for listeners? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I mentioned before that on our digital program, mymusicarts.org, um, the users can make their own mood-based playlists. So yeah. that's something we encourage everyone to do, music Um, is usually something if you think about it you can think about the song that you want to turn on when you're not having a great day or when you just had the best moment of your life and you want to rock out to a song Mm -hmm. so we encourage our our kids and encourage your listeners as well to go on and check out our content or um, other content that they like and make their own mood based playlist so that next time they, they have a stressful day they can turn on that calm playlist and really experience that healing power of music and be able to 
feel that calmness come across um, mm. for an excited playlist and uh, have something that helps them get excited for whatever sure. that next moment is. I'm excited to go on there. I didn't realize until today that it is accessible and available to anyone. You don't need a cancer diagnosis. You don't need to be under 18. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's... You do need to make a membership to make the playlist so that okay. it saves under your account and is your own customized okay. playlist. Okay. You can access all the content for free. You don't have to make a membership. Memberships are free, like all of our programming. Okay. Um, and then once you have a membership, you get fun badges and um, get to save your favorites. So uh, there's some fun features once you are signed in. Excellent. I also asked my guests to close our conversation with a musical ending. I call it the coda by sharing a song or a story about a moment that music enhanced your life. Is there a musical moment that you can share with us today? Yeah, so part of what brought me here to CCA was not just the professional work um, that I love to do, but but is the mission and being able to work with hospitalized kids. So when I was 12 years old, I had a traumatic eye injury that resulted in a lot of hospitalizations and surgeries. And so for me, during that recovery, I couldn't read books, I couldn't watch TV because my eyes were closed the whole time as I was recovering. And so music was a really powerful thing for me at that time. Uh, It happened to also be the same year that Mariah Carey's Daydreamer CD came out. Oh! you who might remember that. Um, So I think I listened to that on repeat, much to the chagrin (laughs) of my older brothers. Um, But for me, that music was something that I was able to connect to, to really help shift my mood to make me feel better and have something positive, Mm. even while I was going through a really difficult and lonely time. Mm -hmm. Um, So being able to work here and being able to provide music to other hospitalized children and allow them to tap into that power has been something that's been really significant and valuable for me. Mm. Neat story. Yeah. I've also requested permission to kind of piggyback on that by playing the audio files from a couple of the videos that are on your website, the My Music Are Exclusives. Yes. <laughs> there are a couple on there. There's many on there, but we're just going to play the audio from a couple of them, Sorry. a little bit of input from Billie Eilish yeah. and Jason Eldeen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lizzo's on there? Yes. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's from Minneapolis. Yeah, there we go. Garth Brooks yes. is on there. Feel free. Those came together uh, through our great partnership with Intercom Radio, um, and we love them. And the response to them has been fantastic. And it's anytime we can get that kind of exclusive experiences for the patients that we serve, it's pretty cool. So definitely, definitely. enjoy. Absolutely yes. enjoy. And here is Billie Eilish. Association, and I have a question for Billy. Do you have a stylist or do you pick your own clothes? Chrysalin. Um, I do have a stylist, but it's a mix between me dressing myself and her. I grew up loving fashion and making my own clothes and always dressing myself and dressing everybody else. After a while, I got a little too busy for that, and um, now I just have not as much time to go and do everything, so I, I have somebody that comes and brings me clothes and she knows all the people and she's amazing and she just brings me a bunch of stuff and then I pick it all out and then we both turn it into a bunch of outfits um, so it's it's both thank you for that question hi my name is Mia I'm 11 years old and I'm in the hospital in Portland Oregon and I'm a part of the Children's Cancer Association 
and I was wondering, what's a memory that makes you happy? Hey, Mia. Um, one of the memories that I think stands out to me and makes me happy, I would say I have four kids. My oldest is 16. I have a 12-year-old. I have a two-year-old, and I have uh, a 10-month-old. And I would say the greatest memories I have in life was being able to be there in the hospital room when all four of them were born. You know, being a musician and traveling all the time, being gone away from home, it was something that I was always worried about. I always wanted to be there the day they were born and, and didn't know how that was going to work out. But luckily, I can say for all four of them, I was there and, and got to see them the minute they came into the world. And to me, that's the coolest thing that, that's ever happened to me and, and the thing that probably makes me the happiest. And that last video audio that we heard was Jason Aldean. You can listen and watch these videos as well as Q&As with other artists at mymusicrx.org listen. A special thank you today goes to listener Jacqueline who sent in today's listener improv. Jacqueline writes, I use music to enhance my exercise performance. It pushes me to work harder when I want to stop. I strategically put the faster songs after I have worked out for 20 minutes, as that is when my body wants to naturally stop or slow down. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for sending that in. This improv is especially timely, as we will be talking more next week about music's effect on exercise and athletic performance. Thanks again, Jacqueline. Listeners, please send me your improv, a try-this-at-home experiment or a hack, a practical, concrete way you enhance life with music. I would love to hear from you. Leave a comment on my website, mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast. Comment on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or send me an email, mindy at mpetersonmusic.com. Show notes with links and pictures from today's interview can be found at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 22. Today is December 24. Tomorrow is Christmas Day. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, warm wishes for a special and meaningful celebration. A special shout out goes to all of you who are celebrating Christmas in a hospital. I hope all of you listening are able to enjoy some time off with loved ones this week. I'll be back in your ears next Tuesday on the last day of 2019. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review in whatever podcatcher you use. And tell a friend. Consider it a free and environmentally friendly stocking stuffer. Until next week, Merry Christmas, and may your life be enhanced with music.